I know he's coming back, but it is still very weird for me to do these podcasts without Fishby. Sure, his pro bono lawyering for Jeffrey Tubin's cock in New York City is very important. We don't want Jeffrey Tubin to lose a CNN job, and Fishby's expertise in the legal profession and the confluence of that profession with Cox is unparalleled in these United States of America. No one who's passed the bar exam has a greater knowledge of Cox than Fishby. So that's what Fishby is doing. We know he's coming back, but it's, uh, it is strange, strange, strange without Fishby here. Yesterday's disclaimer, I thought, was a roaring success. And so tonight's disclaimer slash sponsorship or whatever, it, it's a bunch of things that you've heard before, but sound even worse when you put them all together. And that's what I've done for all of us here. So, in today's disclaimer slash sponsorship, as always, the fishbowl is brought to you by a history of mental illness and substance abuse. That's a, um, I'm not on any of the dating apps. I have no desire to date. But when I do, I think, I think that should be, what, is it, is there an equivalent of like, like a tagline or, or like a headline, so, something that I can, um, just so everyone knows, like below my picture, like, History of mental illness and substance abuse, and then I can just, man, I'll, I'm gonna have to get a, a bunch of a bunch of walking sticks, not for not for walking, not for hiking with my brand new imaginary husky in the woods, no, for for beating back all the women who want a piece of this red hot action of a man, half man. With a history of mental illness and substance abuse. And oh, back to the uh, disclaimer spot. I get so distracted. It's not, it's not my fault. Fish B's not here to keep me on task. Not like he ever did a good job when he was here. My mind wanders. Uh, so in addition to the history of mental illness and substance abuse, which is quality person, and by someone who's currently, as we speak, going to hear some bold opinions in a moment, from someone who is currently wearing sweatpants, and slippers, and a shirt with Yoda on it. <laughs> half man, half a, half adult. And, of course, by someone whose podcast dojo is currently located in his mom's basement. Doesn't get any greater than that, does it? In fact, um, I mean, I'm not going to be on the match.com or farmersonly.com or What's the what? What's the one for black folks? Is it like, is it black people? Me, I forget what the fuck it is. I don't need. I don't even know. What What are some of the other ones? There's the one for like exclusive people, or like I don't. I forget what that one's called too. And the over fifty crowd, is it silver. I don't. I, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Bob has a history of mental illness and substance abuse. Likes to wear sweatpants and slippers and Yoda shirts. And currently does a podcast located in his mom's basement. Who wants to make a baby? Oh man, I uh, uh, I should just donate my cock to science. It's not like I need it for anything outside the urination family of projects. <laughs> Once again, we're gonna go back to the uh, the well of genius that is. I dream of suck a duck 
at gmail. You should see. I one of these days I should just uh, I should just screenshot just all the shit I'm getting now at uh, I dream of suck a duck at gmail.com. This is our backup email address because of course Bob Bob'sfishbowl.com is irrevocably easier word for me to say today irrevocably uh, just it's just it's just broken and I don't I don't understand how to fix it and I I never will I never will. So the first question uh, that we received today at idreamofsuckaduck at gmail.com. Hit me up if uh, you think I can help you in some way. Uh, The first question comes from Victoria Justice in Mumbai, India. Victoria writes, How fucking dumb do you have to be to get on a Christmas Day plane to Florida to visit someone who works in a hospital COVID ward? Well, Victoria, when you put it like that, yeah, it um, not so good. It's uh, it's a little strange. I figure, uh, I figure the odds of getting the virus, like on the plane, flying from Washington State to Florida, um, odds of getting the virus on the plane are, are somewhere between one in four or or one in ten. I I I don't know. And then if I get the virus. The odds of dying from the virus for me are probably one in ten because I've already had uh, uh, heart failure. I got I got something called cardiomyopathy. My left ventricle don't work so good, and I had a a pneumonia infection that caused that about five years ago, and um, I was hospitalized for eight weeks. And she, you you've heard this story, but anyways, um, a lot of scar tissue. Like like my lungs aren't right, and I I barely ever smoke now. In fact, I usually only smoke when I drink, and this hasn't been a big year for going out and drinking. But I, I, I smoke cigarettes for a long fucking time, too. So, Anyway, I, my doctors told me not to get the COVID. That's their... That, that's the advice of my crack medical team. The, the real fear is, um, is getting it in Florida, and then, and then I'm stuck in Florida. I mean, this trip's expensive as it is, but it, it's going to get... My God... If I'm stuck there, <laughs> or even worse, or even worse, I am, I am suspicion of, uh, or excuse me, I'm suspicious of uh, people that are certain in any religious belief. I, I, I don't know how we're all not at least a, a tiny bit agnostic, but what, what the fuck do I know? I'm, I'm a guy wearing sweatpants and slippers and a Yoda shirt, right? Um, I just pray I don't die in Florida. I just pray I don't die there who who on earth wants to die in florida and then and then and then and then i'd have to be cremated in florida and then someone would have to mail my ashes back and no one has the money for that kind of postage plus um speaking of the history of mental illness and substance abuse i think uh, i think when you make my ashes i i don't think you crisp me out all the way i don't think you go full dust i think you i think you try to leave uh, some black in there maybe even a little pink because uh, there's a chance if you smoke it who knows what kind of buzz you'll get from that shit. So just, just word to the wise, but no one wants to die of COVID in fucking Florida when you're from Washington State. Um, my daughter, who works not, not in the ICU, but she works in the COVID ward of, a, ward of a hospital. I was talking to her a couple days ago, and this blows my mind. I asked her, I'm like, so Vivi, I'm like, how often are you getting tested for COVID? And Vivi says to me, I've been, t- and she's worked at a hospital since before COVID. Uh, she's been tested 
exactly once, and that happened in April of obviously last year. How fucking crazy is that? You wonder why America's doing a f- just the worst job in the entire world. When it comes to COVID, Vivi works at a hospital even before she worked at the COVID wing. Has she been tested once since she started working at the COVID wing? No, not, not one time. And it was fucking April, which is, uh, which is crazy. A um, couple more COVID things. Uh, Grandpa Joe Biden uh, had a press conference or some kind of event today and says he plans or at least has the goal of getting 100 million vaccine doses uh, distributed and, uh, and into people in the first 100 days, which we need two doses. That's 50 million people. Ay, 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 ay. Anyone else getting the just the, the sense? I, I don't know if Biden can pull it off or not, but I, uh, the, the, this is just going to be a vaccine distribution clusterfuck. For, for lack of a better term, have we have we heard any kind of definitive plans about how we're going to do this? Like Walgreens and Walmart are going to pitch in. But I remember a press conference sometime this year where they were going to pitch in on testing and shit, too. And I, I don't did anyone get a test from Walgreens or their pharmacy? I don't like where's the plan on this? Like they haven't even gotten to the point like to me. I, I, you can't have everyone going to the doctor or everyone driving through. But there are millions and millions and millions of Americans that are going to need this vaccine that either work in very large warehouses like an Amazon warehouse or a factory like, a, like, like Boeing. Or, do you have to vaccinate the robots at Tesla? I'm not sure. But people got to be getting this at work. Like if you work at a grocery store or a Costco, you got to be getting this at work. Right? Isn't that the, like, we need nurses to go to the people where a lot of people will be. Um, just to, uh, let's, uh, let's move on. Otherwise, God, I mean, God forbid we cause some kind of uh, email backup at idreamofsuckaduck at gmail.com. Uh, this next one comes from Ronald McDonald in Champaign, Illinois. Welcome, Ronald. Uh, Ronald writes, Candace Owens is right. The USC, the, the USC, the USA needs men to actually be manly men again. Why do you insist on being such a worthless puss? <laughs> I've been called a lot of things uh, in my days, many of them true. I don't believe I've ever been called a worthless puss before, so this is a big day for me. Dear diary, today I was called a worthless puss for the first time, and it didn't even bother me because it's basically true. Uh, but first, uh, worthless puss. On behalf of lonely cocks everywhere, no such thing as a worthless puss. Uh, second, Ronald McDonald, and I know you're not the Ronald McDonald. Obviously, it's actually a more common name than you think. And a fun name. If my last name was McDonald, all my kids' name would be Ronald. Both my daughters and my son. Three Ronalds. Like the George Foreman of naming kids Ronald McDonald. Uh, the McRib is back at McDonald's. And, uh, and my father is uh, the biggest. Some people just live for the McRib. 
And uh, I know one of those guys. It, it was a big day. He was all smiles. All smiles. Why? The, uh, the McRib is back. Thank, thank goodness. Um, so, yeah, first, uh, no such thing as a worthless puss. Second, McRib is back. Third, I'm genuinely confused by the idea of manly men. What on earth does what on earth does this mean, manly men? Uh, men that men that don't wear dresses on the cover of magazines like Harry Styles, like what what the, what the fuck, you know? He's in the music biz, in the music biz of pop culture. Uh, they've been gender bending since, uh, my God, at least the early '80s. Probably you, way before that, gender bending. Jesus Christ, Little Richard was on TV all the time in the '50s. Tutti Fruity. It's a great song. Little Richard is great. He's great. Um, but the idea of manly... What does that mean? You take responsibility for your shit? That's just, that's just like being a normal functioning adult. I don't think that's an attribute of a manly man. Uh, do you want some kind of like sexual prowess? Maybe I want to go back to cavemen and clubs? I don't, I don't know what this means. And I'm even more confused here in Spokangelis. We talked about this a long fucking time ago, maybe almost uh, uh, two years at this point. But there's this local Facebook group, and I'm not regretting my decision to uh, completely get off Facebook and not only de deactivate my account, but delete my account. Um, but there's a Facebook group. It's, it's the MTFU locally. Maybe it's spread beyond uh, this region. But uh, it's something like, man the fuck up. And I don't know. I don't know what that means either. I, I I am really really confused. But as I've said many times, there is feminine and masculine energy within all of us. I'm like 49% chick. I don't know what that means. But if you would like to get in a fist fight, I would like to say no, thank you. Just for what it's worth. Uh, I heard someone talking about manly men, and they said. One of the one of the attributes of a real manly man is 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 some kind of sexual prowess. I'm like, and so I, I I get lost. I don't. Everyone has this, this different kind of conception of what a manly man is, and I don't I I don't know. I I can walk with decent posture. Does that count? No. Okay, moving on. The next email from. I dream of suck a duck at gmail.com. I have not heard back, by the way, obviously, from the suck a duck, the original suck a duck at gmail.com. I would obviously pass that info along as soon as I got it. But I have not yet, but fingers crossed, mantis is prayed. Uh, next, uh, next email reads it's from uh, this one is from Charlie Dickknocker in Vancouver, British Columbia. And Charlie writes, actually, technically, Charlie types. I'm dying to know, what kind of trouble are you going to get into tonight? Ow! Do manly men make that sound? Like, uh, I don't know. I'll probably never have sex again. But, but ima imagine, imagine I'm gonna. Imagine like there's some lady out there that desperately wants to rip off this Yoda shirt and these sweatpants and these slippers that I'm wearing. And, uh... I think, I think before she, uh, um, I don't want to get too graphic about how the condom's going to get on, but I won't be using my hands. Um, before, and, and then like right when that happens, you know what I'm going to do? Real loud. I'm just going to go, ow! 
Mercy me, and then and then just see what happens. Like right it right right it right when things are you know getting fucking heated. Right but right before we seal that deal and consummate that relationship, just uh, just just out of nowhere, just. Um, was there was there a question? Oh yes, it was from Charlie Dicknocker in Vancouver, BC. I'm dying to know what kind of trouble are you going to get into tonight? Well, as I'm recording this, there's a football game on the Cowboys are playing, so it'll probably be a lopsided mess that I don't have to watch very much of. Um, oh, I got I got uh, I'll be reading books, you know. Um, this is a this is another one uh, I should put on my uh, imaginarymatch.com profile. I'm currently reading. I've brought this up before, but I'm still reading it. Uh, the Subtle Body, an Encyclopedia of Your Energetic Anatomy by Cindy Dale. And the best part about this book that I didn't know when I reserved it from the library and picked it up, because you can't go in. I didn't know it would be in this book. I just knew I, what it was about, like, like the summary. Um, there's a lot of cocks in this book. And I, I think I speak for everyone that says... Uh, no such thing as well. <laughs> I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna drop it. I was, we were gonna go down a real dark place there about uh, about how there's no such thing as a bad cock, and then I'm uh, I'm pretty sure um, there's a lot of uh, victims out there that would that would disagree, and I would disagree too. But this is this is just a silly podcast. We, we talk about serious stuff sometimes, sure, but mostly we're a silly podcast. Um, I've also, um, this is going to be, this is going to be weird tonight and I will report back tomorrow, but I have set the DVR to record Lou Dobbs, who's a nut, uh, and (laughs) adored by someone I know who also adores McRibs. I'm not going to say who, but they love Lou Dobbs and they love the McRib. Not saying who. Um, But I've recorded Lou Dobbs and and Kennedy, who's actually usually kind of sane. I, I have nothing against a Kennedy. She's fine. Um, over on the Fox Business Channel. But I've also DVR'd uh, the Tucker, the Hannity, and the, and the Laura Ingram. Because I'm just curious. Because Trump came out today and said uh, that, that he won all the swing states. He was at this vaccination event at the White House, was asked a question. And just, I won all the swing states. No, 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 you didn't. And today was a big day because the Supreme Court refused to even take a glance at, because it was so just egregious and obnoxious and not legally sound, uh, the Trump uh, campaign lawyers, uh, their argument about Pennsylvania. Skoda said, fuck off. Uh, so I'm curious, but ju- just what the reaction is now and, and what, what the vibe and the tone and tenor and what kind of messages are, are, are they just continuing to feed uh, the president's... Uh, and I, I think Trump, at this point, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's learned that through these political action committees, com- committees, excuse me, as long as you point out, like, in the fine print that 75% of the money is just going to go to, like, living expenses and travel and getting around and assistance and shit, like, it's just free money. And so... On the day Biden is sworn in, of course, Trump is going to announce that he's running in 2024 just so we can keep raising money. 
Uh, but I'm curious what uh, what the right wing, uh, what the major ones are talking about. So we'll see that. Uh, 43 more days, by the way, as as of right now. Um, if you're listening on a date later than uh, Tuesday the 8th, uh, subtract. But as of uh, Tuesday the 8th of December, 43 more days. That's a that's a that's a long time. What 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 could possibly go wrong? Uh, the next question uh, from I Dream of Suckaduck at gmail.com comes from Fernando Valenzuela in Madison, Wisconsin. Fernando writes, as global media ombudsman, what's the worst thing you've streamed lately? This is a very easy question for me. For those of you that, because we're all, maybe not all, but most of us are streaming more things than we have because you can't fucking go out. Um... I never watched a Bloodline with what's his name Kyle. He was the he was he was the coach on, on Friday Night Lights. He's he was the, the FBI agent in Wolf of Wall Street. It's not Kyle Channing, but it's something similar to that. <laughs> Global media ombudsman has failed. But uh, one of the original like um, Netflix hits before most of us had Netflix. Like I believe it's even like before like House of Cards or but Bloodline. The first season is great. The second season and the third season, the people that wrote those shows should never be allowed not only to write a show again. If they're in, if they're in the union, they should be thrown out of a, of a union. They should lose all benefits associated with prior membership. They should, they, they should have all their pens, paper, computers, anything they could ever use to write anything ever again. It's it is awful. It is awful. Bloodline, worst thing. First season is great. Then there are some acting performances that are fantastic. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, uh, uh, stars opposite the coach from Friday Night Lights. It, but uh, that's a, that's an awful show. Uh, moving on um, to the last question of the day comes from uh, an imaginary donkey. In El Paso, Texas. Fantastic. Uh, I just got my first ever bag of shrooms. Any advice? On your on your first bag of shrooms? I, I haven't I haven't shroomed in, in, in over 20 years. Longer than that, actually. I, I, so I'm not the uh, I'm not the I'm not the authority on all things hallucinogenic. I, I would like to try it again. It, it, it's been so long. I'm also curious about the microdosing and how that might affect... A lot of people with uh, mental health conditions uh, find it very helpful. I, I don't know if it would or not. Never tried it. Um, but you know, here's something, and this is weird to do uh, on shrooms, but you don't even have to be on shrooms to make this work. So sometimes you can be dead ass sober and make this work. Has, has everyone tried this? The thing where you, uh, like your bathroom mirror is the most ideal place for it. And, and you put your hands on the bathroom counter and then you get about, mm, I, I'm estimating maybe six inches away from the mirror. So like your face is six inches away. And then, and then you just stare directly into your eyeballs. I'm serious. And then, and, and then you do that to a point where, where, where you let your eyes go, 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 go out of focus. Um, just, just kind of, just kind of that fuzzy thing. 
And it doesn't always work when you're, when you're sober. It works every time when you're on shrooms. But, some, but you might, 30 seconds, may, maybe up to a minute, and if it doesn't happen, it's not going to happen. But, but you will, <laughs> it is possible by staring at your eyes in a mirror, for, enter like this weird vortex, like, like of mo- it, is, it is strange. It is a strange thing to do. And uh, I've totally done it, um, completely sober. It is, uh, it's not scary. I think if you're having a bad trip on shrooms, definitely don't do it. Um, but it's an interesting thing. It's uh, I, why that works, how it works. I I I don't know. I I don't know. But uh, you can try it. Let me know how it goes. I don't think it's dangerous. If it is, don't try it. Um, ultimately, you're responsible uh, for uh, for you. Clearly, I'm not responsible for like things that people need to be responsible for. I don't even know what it means to man the fuck up. So. And I have a history of mental illness and substance abuse, and I'm wearing sweatpants, slippers, and a Yoda shirt, and my podcast dojo's in my mom's basement. So, really, are you really gonna listen to me? Like, you gonna you gonna take it? You gonna take serious advice from this guy? Uh, best of luck to you. If you want to get in on some of this red hot podcast action, well, Fish B is back east with Jeffrey Tubin's cock. Uh, feel free to do so. I dream of suckaduck. At gmail.com. If I feel up to it, maybe we'll do a podcast tomorrow. We strive to do it every weekday, but ultimately it's kind of a a health thing for me. So um, if we talk tomorrow, fantastic. If not, I know you'll be okay, but this isn't our last podcast. I don't don't think so. Uh, Love you lots. Till next time. Adios, amigo.